This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 266 of The Real Word. Word is up. You know what else is up, Nicole? Crime is up. Crime? I don't know if this is criminal activity, but it's certainly interesting activity. Homes.com is using your name to steal your lead. Wow, that was a crime? I was not expecting. I was like, what what are we talking about? We're talking about school shootings? Like, what's happening? That was was called. Oh, don't please don't. That is devastating. It's awful. It's Um, terrible. It doesn't. Do you know that there's been 13 since this the year started, which means there's one. I think it was way more than that. I thought I saw 13 this year, which means one a week. No, I thought I saw like 19 or something. Oh, I I, I'm the news this morning. I I saw 13. Regardless, that means that there is at least one school shooting a week. Insane. It is. I had no idea too many yeah it anyway is, uh, sorry an enormous problem yes oh. huge uh so ray ellen posted this on nowbam.com it'll be linked down below this is a fascinating story okay in the real estate world really is is homes.com selling your own leads back to you well you would say well homes.com they, they've built the platform by the way homes.com uh fastest growing portal so they're putting money into driving traffic to homes.com, of course, owned by CoStar. Andy Florence, CEO of CoStar, has been rumored to be a buyer of Realtor.com, amongst other portals, but homes.com is their biggest residential portal. It seems like they're pushing traffic towards it. It grew 85%, Nicole, in the last year. Here's the story, though. Christina Smallhorn, an EXP agent and real estate YouTube extraordinaire. I think she has over 40 million views on, on YouTube. Good for her. Uh, yeah, 40 million views achieved on March 13th of 2023. So she's legit, legit Legit. YouTube uh, playmaker. Okay, so the ad read. So she searched her own name on YouTube and was shocked what she found. The ad read, Christina Smallhorn, real estate agent in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Let's put up the screenshot, Haley, of what it looks like. So if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it, but it looks like that Instagram just creative mode yep. where it's just a blue background with writing. Yep. That's all it looks like, right? That's all That's all that it essentially is, yes. Mm-hmm. And you've probably seen these on YouTube, ads like this where it's just literally a blank canvas with white text, Christina Smallhorn, re- real estate agent in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And then there's a, a blue little link down below, visit site. Now below that, it says, find beautiful real estate for sale with homes.com. But if you were researching searching for her name she has two hundred forty-two thousand subscribers yeah it's okay so kind of i would imagine famous. a lot of people do search her and and if you're in louisiana and maybe you're just googling her of course google owns youtube maybe you come across youtube and then boom you see this ad mm-hmm. so homes.com running this ad using her name her likeness uh to drive traffic to the site the call to action was a simple visit site. Then put this screenshot up. When you visit the site, when consumers click on Christina's name, they are redirected to homes.com. You you see a picture of, that's not Chris, is that Christina in that picture? Yeah, yep. So this is, that's what, yes, that's what's on her her channel. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a picture of her and I guess her- Her family. Yep. Her family. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Two kids and and then a a dude. Right. I'm assuming- Uh, Her husband. Mm Mm-hmm. She's got her arm on it's, his left it, shoulder. Her so. act, it says it's her actual YouTube profile with her photo. Okay. Yeah. So this is her, her uh, profile picture yep. on YouTube, which homes.com basically Hijacked. maybe algorithmically. 
Yeah, hijacked it, yep. sucked it out. Totally sucked it, it out. Put it into their ad. And so this is now on homes.com, her YouTube profile with a contact or connect button. Those are the two orange buttons mm -hmm. down at the bottom. Orange, very clickable buttons. Little pro tip, Nicole. Yep. Orange, clickable. I like orange. Orange means click. Red means stop. Mm -hmm. uh, what does this mean? Homes.com, a co-star uh, incorporated brand is using Christina's name, image, and likeness to advertise for their website, homes.com. We told you how successful she was on YouTube. After seeing the ad, Christina took to social media. Uh, she's got this 240,000 plus subs. Uh, she's a, a big time leader in the space. Mm -hmm. And she was curious if this was happening to other agents, Nicole. Mm -hmm. She posted in the mastermind that she runs with Malcolm Lawson, who's a real broker. That's interesting. EXP agent and a real broker collabing on a private Facebook hmm. group. Let me know in the comments let's, if you're a part of that. Let's see how long, uh, nah. uh, what's her name? Christina lasts then at EXP. You never know. I mean. Right? So called the real estate YouTube mastermind to ask other real estate creators what they see when they can search their name. So creator after creator, I, I would just say agent after agent, yep. but creator after creator had the same experience. This is Ray Allen writing. Yep. On now so he Googled his, have you Googled your name? Have you looked? Uh, I haven't. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Uh, I think you're, you would do it on YouTube. So you would do it on YouTube. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a creator. So. Uh, but you are an agent. And I, I don't know. Ray Allen saying creator after creator. Maybe it is just people that are active on YouTube. Let, let's see. I'm going to. Uh, I'm searching Byron Lazine. Let's do it. And I don't see this. Uh -oh, now here, you're not a creator. Well, no, look at this. <laughs> Look who is doing it. Uh, I'll send a screenshot Wait. to Haley so she can Very put blurry. this up. Very blurry. Who is it? Inman is doing it to me. Oh, I mean, are we, oh, Inman, are we surprised? Oh, Aww. Inman, come on, Inman. Let's go. I'm screenshotting this, sending it to Haley. Oh, that's crazy. So same thing, the blank canvas, Byron Lazine, comma, I mean, what's super at Inman, it says. What I would love to know, though, is... Inman, come on. Come on, Playa. Inman. What I would love to know, though, from Ray, since he did comment on this, has he gotten any homes.com leads? Because if, if, if this is what people are clicking on, just this plain, I mean... Homes.com is doing it to me. Here, here's my screenshot. Homes.com is also... I said scroll down a little bit. Okay. So have you gotten any leads from homes.com yet? Nicole, I don't even know if I have a profile. I don't even think I have a home snap. <laughs> well, click on I might it. Have a home... click... How well, do you... Home snap and homes.com. Do you know how they're affiliated? There's, there's... I think it t touches on it. In this I article, don't but... know anything. But home snap, obviously owned by CoStar. She wanted to delete her account, but it would obviously, or, or not obviously, because I don't it. really know. See I'm not an expert. Goes. She would have to delete her home snap, which is tied to her MLS. So she's locked into oh. not being able to delete homes.com because it would delete her home snap. But are they allowed to just hijack to... your shit like that? Like that seems that seems well, this this is the debate, right? Yeah. Do you believe that they should be allowed to if you have a profile on their site? Do you believe that homes.com should be able to do this? If you have a profile on there, but you, but what you're saying is that we are, we automatically have a profile on their site, correct? I guess it's like having a Zillow profile, well, right? Well, she could delete it. She could delete it, but it would delete her home snap, which apparently home snap is important to her in her market. Okay. And obviously they're taking her information from home snap onto homes.com. So that's how they have her profile. I mean, so I guess. 
I I don't know. I'm, t- I'm t- I guess I'm a little torn here because obviously homes.com is spending the money, right? To like push your name. So it's not so maybe she wouldn't have generated that lead if homes.com wasn't well, promoting it that way. Her argument and here's her her yes. quote, it's harmful because they are tracking your leads that you've cultivated with your content to drive traffic to their website. Right. They are using your name to collect data and send advertising to those people who wanted to speak to you and are now being pushed to use their site. So what she's I get saying it. is I get it. Yeah, you, you understand it. what she's saying. Yeah, totally get it. Yes. Here's the response from homes.com. Christina emailed homes.com, which claimed they had no control over the ad. What? In an email reply to Christina, the a support rep stated, this homes.com ad came up on your YouTube channel as a result of you having a channel that is centered around real estate. This is an ad that is simply tailored to you via the YouTube algorithm. Okay, I'll, I'll touch on that in a second. The email goes on to suggest that Christina reach out to YouTube directly over her concerns surrounding this ad with her name on it as this is something that is being displayed on their platform. Okay, she emailed again to which the only resolution seemed to be having her account deleted from homes.com. However, the second email notes that this action would also delete her profile from HomeSnap. This is not an option for many agents whose MLSs are integrated with HomeSnap to manage showings on listings so she's in a market where she needs to utilize home snap it's unfortunate here's what what um uh homes.com is saying to her hey we're just paying youtube to figure out the best ads for home.com we're not hand selecting right like you know katie days in this article as being somebody that it's happened to uh it's happening to me i just looked it up right ray ellen who wrote the article um and so they're not going in hand, you know, nobody at homes.com is researching Ray Allen. I can promise you that. Sorry, Ray. Love the article, brother. By yeah. the way, this is, this is a great piece. Yeah. But but nobody's researching Katie Day on homes.com from homes or on YouTube from homes.com and, and saying she's the one. This is an algorithm that is YouTube owned algorithm. And that's why homes.com is saying to uh, in response to the email to Christina, Hey, take ad. this up with YouTube. Yeah. We're just running a generalized, you know, targeted, uh, ad. Right. And I'm probably using the wrong words. Jason Pantana probably wants to reach through the screen and slap me for explaining this. Yeah. But that's what exa- what's happening. If you've ever run a Facebook ad. So I wonder ad then where- if you Google, like if you were to Google mining or uh, not Google it, but if- I'm going to do you right yeah, now. Yeah, do me. Gonna- so maybe it's just, so it sounds like then it would just auto generate. It's going to auto generate. Anybody regardless of whether you're a creator or not, potentially. I'm going to go Nicole White Realtor because uh, some other Nicole White, a lot of Nicole Whites out there. There are There's a lot only of Nicole Whites. Only one Byron Lazine. I so. mean, look how awesome you are. Uh, yes. So here's, ooh, you know who's running an ad on, oh, that's North Providence, Rhode Island real estate team. So I don't think that's you. No. Hold on. I feel this was Remax running one of these same exact ads. Uh, yeah, that's not you. There's a, there's a Nicole White in Rhode Island, believe it or not. I'm not the least bit surprised. Let me, let me go Connecticut realtor and see what pops up for you here. Uh, I bet you there's, there's going to be one for you. This, this is, um, 
Man, this is Nicole White and, and uh, here's yours. Okay, so here's yours for homes.com. Found it. Yeah. Nicole White, real estate agent. So it really doesn't, because so he's saying, it. he's saying creator after creator after creator. I mean, I don't even think I have a YouTube channel. Um, I mean, I, I know I log into YouTube. I know that I'm on our, but I, but it sounds like they're just generating it based on whoever you're kind of Googling if they're a real estate agent. This is definitely not uh homes.com picking these individuals yeah. this is certainly you know an algorithm yeah that is is a youtube generated algorithm it sounds like we could probably google one of our new agents too and they would potentially pop up too yeah i saw your ad twice i've scrolled down maybe 20 videos or so in the first 20 you know i all i did was nicole white ct realtor um in the first 20 videos that ad pops up twice for you at both directed to homes.com. So homes.com has grown 85% in the last year. That report was just on Inman, I believe two days ago mm-hmm. when they're, they were talking about you know Zillow, but they referenced home.com. So it's, it's likely because of things like this, they're pushing ad dollars. They just know where to, to go. Yeah, they know where to ad, like advertise. Hmm. By the way, Inman, what, 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 what's going on there? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll get a response from Inman on, on the ad they're running on my name. That's interesting. So, hey, what's the takeaway? You know, like Christina found out, you know, you should be Googling, you should be YouTubing, you should be looking at your name and, and seeing how traffic is being run to your name. You know, Christina's made a decision that she can't get rid of HomeSnap, which leaves her homes.com profile up. I don't believe she she has a case against homes.com. No. Now, there could be some congressional changes in the future of your ability, privacy changes like that, you know, like Facebook and Apple made some of these privacy changes. Maybe there'll be a change either from one of those big platforms or from Congress. That, But I think right now, I don't think homes.com can be forced to take that ad down. And, and I don't think YouTube can be forced to take that ad down. So, I mean, good news for Christina. She's got 240,000 subscribers. I'm not familiar with the channel, but it sounds like she has a really passionate audience. Yeah. And she could probably say to them, hey, you know, don't click ads like this. Or, I mean. Come at me from a different angle. Yeah. From a different way, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, do you have a – make sure you check your homes.com profile today. I want to make sure we're not missing any of these Nicole White leads. I'm sure there's a gazillion in there. All right. Well, if you want to master how to market yourself, we actually have an ebook down below, Mastering the Green Screen. In this ebook, we dive into how to use green screen mode and with confidence. Nicole, mm-hmm. I know you're oozing confidence, oozing. but not everybody has your swag. So you can create amazing videos that captivate your audience and you don't have to rely on homes.com. Uh-huh. marketing to your leads. So get the green screen ebook down below. It's completely free. Bam has the best ebooks in the game. Grab the master and green screen ebook down below. Uh, the game is changing quite a bit, Nicole. Commercial real estate is in trouble, according to CNN Business, why you should be paying attention. Economists are growing concerned about the $20 trillion commercial real estate industry. You know what, you know what the acronym for commercial real estate is? Is Nicole? I do now. CRE. You knew that before. Come on now. <laughs> CRE. Uh, after decades of thriving growth blossomed by low interest rates and easy credit, commercial real estate 
has hit a wall. Okay. So office and retail property valuations have been falling since the pandemic, obviously, because you had foot traffic leave retail property in the beginning of the panty. And you also saw people exit out of offices and it's taken a long time to get them back in. People still don't want to go Oh yeah. I I saw, what's his name, right? Twitter. Twitter was pretty much putting his foot down at 2.30 a.m. Demanding. just this week. Demanding everyone. Why is no one in the office? Like demanding everyone to come back. It was a 2.30 a.m. email. email, It actually, I wanted to like send one out to the team at At 2.30. At 2.30? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just for fun? How do you think that would go Yeah, over, like, Nicole? hey, guys, pizza tomorrow. <laughs> oh. Pepperoni pizza Pepperoni tomorrow. Don't pizza forget tomorrow. it. <laughs> Don't miss out. Uh, how do you think real estate agents would react to a 2.30 a.m. email about coming back to the office? Get your like asses Elon in the did. office. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Uh, I want to find this article. All right. So he tells employees to get back in the office with 2.30 a.m. memo. Obviously, uh, Meta has been really passionate about getting people back into the office. Um, he writed, he wrote that, writed, he wrote that office is not optional. Yeah. Uh, complained that half of the San Francisco headquarters was empty the day before. So San Francisco is the epicenter of this problem that CNN Business is talking about. They have these huge office buildings, and I believe like sixty percent of them. You can fact check me on that, but a large majority of the San Francisco office buildings are completely empty. Okay. So San Francisco is going to be a place that's going to see a significant, you know, office building crash. They they're already seeing it and experiencing it right now. About eighty percent of all bank loans for commercial properties come from regional banks. Right. We know the regional banking crisis we've had. It's according to Goldman Sachs. Okay, um, two and a half trillion dollars, I believe. Let me get this number for you, Nicole. Give me your reaction to this, and I'm going to pull up a a, a number that might. Um, might seem a little crazy. My reaction to what? To the article? Yeah, your reaction to commercial real estate. What if you're, you know, looking at this? Do you think this is this is going to, you know, pull down the economy? Is this is this going to be the 2008 oh. commercial, you know, real estate lo- uh, loans? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Again, I I I feel like it's like as you were saying, this is San Francisco. I feel like it's like we don't. I I don't feel like it's going to really affect us too, too much. Um, I feel like we've been sort of battling this though for the last three years, you know, like it dropped and then it, and then it started peaking again. People started going back to the office. People started reopening locations. I mean, in the middle of the pandemic, we opened a bigger location. Granted, we did swap with another company because they wanted to go smaller. Um, and we're, we're in a very small, 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 small there, town. So yes. like, let's look at these big geo metro areas where there's a lot of office buildings, by the way, where we are, yes. we're in an older building, the original building that you sold the developer yep. years ago. And then he built all that new office yeah. built space around it. Wall Street Journal. Well, last week, I, I don't know that anyone over there has actually come back to work yet. But they're but they're fully leased. They are so fully my point, leased. They just my point is Wall Street Journal reported that brand new office buildings are the majority of them across the country are fully occupied, fully leased, you know, occupied whether they're physically there or not, but mm-hmm. fully leased. So, yep. so brand new space is doing well. Well, right. Cause they could probably outfit them how they want. I mean, you and I, remember we used to go over there and hang out in their kitchen cause they had, remember their, they had yeah, that great like prob- coffee and tea bar over there. <laughs> probably still have a, <laughs> so and here's Nicole, here's the tweet I was looking for over the next five years, more than two and a half trillion 
in commercial real estate debt will mature. This is by far more than any five-year period in history. Okay, so it's it you never see anything like this over the next five years that two and a half trillion is, is going to mature. Meanwhile, rates have more than doubled and commercial real estate is only 60 to 70% occupied. Okay. So there's that 60 to 70% occupied. I think it's actually reversed in San Francisco where 60% are out. But anyway, unless rates come down in the next five years, it's going to be hard to, if they're maturing, people always refinance their commercial loans. Right. It's not like they pay these buildings off. They refi them. Right. So the loan's coming due, they refi it, right? Or they 1031 tax exchange it. Somebody else puts a loan on it. But without rates coming down, this is, I believe this will be crippling for commercial real estate, specifically for offices in large cities like San Francisco and other places. What I don't, and if you're advising an investor, if you're investing in commercial real estate yourself, what I do like is small town USA downtown commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because people like and to enjoy the restaurants downtown, the yeah. walkability. Well, I think so, ample parking too. Um, I, I think if there's not enough ample parking or if you're up against, like you're talking about a restaurant, but if you're, if you're going to be a medical building, but you're up against a really busy restaurant though, too, where you're then losing some of your parking. I do think that that has a huge sort of play on it too. Anyway, if you can get new space in a in a hip historic downtown, you know, if, if, you know, I know Guilford, Connecticut would never do it because the, you know, the pilgrims landed on the Guilford well, green over yeah. there. So if you're in, a, in one of these old historic towns that won't let you tear a building down, you know, because they're historic quote unquote, um, you know, maybe not there because it's an older building, but if you're in a cool hip downtown, that'll let you tear a building down and build new commercial space right in the, in the walkable downtown environment. Like, five minutes from here, downtown Naples, Florida, yep. they do that. They let you basically rebuild in their historic fifth Ave and third street. And it, it makes for a really nice product. And that fifth Ave and third street is never going away. Right. You know, that's the walkable, that's the, his, you know, the, the, the tourist attraction. And so that commercial real estate's going to, that type of commercial real estate anyway, I think it'll continue to thrive, especially mixed use, maybe some retail, Maybe restaurants, for sure. maybe some condos. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. This morning, though, too, I was watching uh, the news, the Today Show, and they um, there was this new feature, too, that employees are using on computers to track to make sure that their employees are actually doing work. Um, they could, like, through their cameras, oh. their computer cameras, they could take photos of them. They can track to make sure at any time they can kind of, like, hop onto their computer and make sure that they're actually doing work. Um it's it's quite interesting to see what's happening here in the workplace to make sure people are really doing what they're saying they're going to be doing. Those are those of you that are following BAM, hit the thumbs up. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for following along. Yeah. Uh, but BAM is like mostly a remote company. Yeah. You know, like Haley's in the office with you right yeah. now in Connecticut. She's producing the show. I'm down here in Naples. Eric's in in California. California. Yep. Um, you know, we got people all over the place, right? Bobby's on on Long Island. Right. Um, Jill's you know, in Rhode Island. Yeah, I get it. Jill's, in, I get Jill's it. anywhere. Right. We don't know where Jill is. People are everywhere. Where so in the world? We had a uh, employee, W-2 employee, hourly in uh, in the Midwest, okay? And uh, we went to all hands, 15 minute, 10, 10, 15 minute, all hands a day. And this person called out three days in a row. 
all of a sudden we go to all hands. I'm like, yeah. And I knew something was up with this, with this, um, individual particular, not, not necessarily individual, but that particular mini team, that mini department mm-hmm. that this person was on. I'm like, something's, something's fishy here. Uh, three days call out in a row. Once we go to 10, 15 minute, all hands remote worker, what, what's going on with that sick, whatever. Okay. Uh, comes back the next week. Hey, I don't think this all hands thing is going to work for me. It's not very flexible for my schedule. Well, flexible for your schedule. You've been here six months. You're you're an hourly employee. I mean, most of the communication happened through Slack and a couple of Zooms a week. Now, all of a sudden, there's a 10 minute, you know, flexible. It's in the middle of your shift. Right. Okay. Uh, This is one of those remote workers who was maintaining two jobs, resigned the next day uh, when, hey, all hands is not optional. You're, you're, You're an hourly employee. So this person had two jobs. Now, I, we don't have the technology no. at BAM to camera monitor everybody. Um, Haley, if you're listening, we're going to have we're going to have a camera following you around <laughs> a drone, a, a drone? drone will be following oh, you my around. Lord. At that point, I'd be like, you know, what? peace out. You guys don't trust me enough. I mean, yeah, that, that but that was the debate was employees feeling like, OK, like if this is really what you need to do, but. It is interesting. I mean, Mike, it happens to my kids all the time. Like I get emails home from their teachers like, hey, during like the test, I saw Nate was, you know, doing like a word puzzle. Like they do it at schools. They could pop up because it's a it's a it's a school owned computer. They have access to all of those students computers so they could see exactly what every student is yeah. doing in the classroom at any moment. Well, you need the camera because if I'm, you know, somebody who's going to try to game the system and have two jobs at once. Okay, I, I can just see that you're logged into your computer. Well, without Are the you camera, there? you can't see that I have a yeah. second computer and I'm logged into that one as well. Right. And I'm, I'm doing doing two things at once. Yeah. Uh, I got two hands, right? But this is going to be a tug of war for the next 10 or 20 years. Of this in-office, out-of-office thing. Yeah. Offices aren't going away. No. You're not going to look back in 20 years and be like, there's no offices. Offices will exist. Just like people thought retail shopping would completely go away. And retail numbers, even with online shopping, are still are yeah. still very People large. like to put the clothes on. They like to see things. They like to touch them. They like the experience. Never going away. And, and people like to learn from other people and right. collaborate with other people. Yep. You move faster when you have an in-person company, that's what Zucks has been saying. That's what Elon has been saying. Um, and and th- that's certainly not a political statement. Zucks is on one side and Elon is, is somewhere else. For you know, sure. So they're, you know, they're, they're both as just business operators saying, saying the same thing right. there. Okay. Um, one thing you do need to do when you're creating content and hopefully, uh, avoiding homes.com selling your leads is you need video gear. We've got an ebook video gear for every budget. Nicole, your guide for the best video setup options, no matter how big or small your budget is. We have everything listed out for you. We've done the homework. We've got Bobby, the lead producer from BAM, who's done the research and our writers created a ebook for every single budget on video gear. So if you're creating the content, to avoid the homes.com scam of the century, you're going to want this ebook. It's free down below. What also is free is watching videos on YouTube. And we've got a video to react to. This is a Patrick Bet David Valuetainment video where he had Barry Habib, the mortgage guru, yep. on the podcast, on the Patrick Bet David podcast. Americans can't afford to buy a house today. This is a mortgage debate between Patrick Bet David. And Barry Habib, let's watch a few minutes of this. Let's watch it. I haven't watched it yet. 
Good. I'm, I'm going to do a good live reaction. That mortgage rates are going to come down. They have to come down because inflation is coming uh, down. Barry, some people will say you're talking like a mortgage broker, which I'm not, you were I'm not a hell a, of a good one. You were with GMAC National Sales Director. <laughs> Your last time you stopped doing loans was 07. You're like one of the greatest uh, GMAC went out of business in the market. So a lot of time when realtors or loan officers say that, you're in the space. The, the counter argument to that would be, okay, we, we saw what happened when we made money pretty much cheap for 12 years, and then we tried to get off of it. You know, it, it didn't work for us to do that. And right now, uh, uh, some will still say a lot of properties are overvalued. The amount of uh, uh, how much uh, home values have increased compared to income has increased. It doesn't match. The saving doesn't increase at the so people can't afford to buy a house at today's price. I have a chart for that to show you that it's it's a little bit of an interesting scenario. It's not that right now the affordability is worse, but the affordability will improve though, Patrick. There's how okay, a couple of things. First on this, isn't, isn't, isn't when you say affordability, forget about the charts for a second. Isn't it when you say affordability will improve it, it, the, this year? Okay, so you know what that means to me. That's a very nice way of saying. You're about to lose equity in your home. Your property value is going to go down. I think that actually we probably will see about 3% nationwide appreciation this year because the level of inventory, it's just so tight. We saw already in January when rates dropped to about 6% that where there are multiple offers around the country. I'm not seeing that though. And, and I'll tell in you. In January a, we saw it. But, this I'm, month but, it slowed back but I'm going to tell you from a buyer standpoint, I'm not seeing that. From a buyer standpoint, I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing from the buyer standpoint Minus 500,000, minus 1 million, minus 200,000. They lowered it by another 299,000. They lowered it by 300,000. No, 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 well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, always will be specific you instances. Obviously, you're right on the specific instances. I think the big mistake Patrick Pat David made, and if you watch the rest of the clip, we'll link, link it down below. Barry failed. Barry Habib failed on jumping all over PBD right there. I would have been like, dude, you're talking about luxury. Half a million price decline, $300,000 price decline. You know, because... Yeah, Patrick David lives in a 20 plus million dollar home. So as a buyer, he's looking at that, you know, his neighborhood. Well, that, I was thinking I'm like 299 price drop shit, man. <laughs> That's like a whole house. <laughs> You're not talking about a cup of coffee, two dollars ninety nine cents. <laughs> talking three hundred grand there. Right. And so for ninety nine percent of Americans, they're operating in the three hundred to four hundred thousand price range, right? right? We know that NAR reported that the uh, median price in February was $363,000. So those price drops that he's talking about would swallow the entire median priced home. Right. I think what Barry was was pushing back on is on that price range, on median price points, you probably see a little bit of appreciation or or maybe just flat. You're not going to see some 10, 20% drop that PBD's been calling for for quite some time going into, into last year. Uh, Nicole, Will will affordability ultimately what they were debating? You know, Perry says affordability is going to improve. Affordability is at a you know last twenty years it's at its worst point. Right. So I think Patrick David's right. Affordability is really bad. Do you see affordability improving as we move forward throughout two thousand twenty? You know what I did notice? I loved those lockers. I've never watched their podcast. They're in before. a bank. They're in a bank vault. I am obs and what yeah. each time someone comes on the podcast, they sign. They sign it. Yeah, so PBD bought a old bank, and they're in the vault, and so those those uh, are crazy. safety deposit boxes, right? So crazy. Anyway, yeah. Um, I, I again, I, I obviously they were they were he was harping on the word um, affordability, and again, I I'm hearing both sides. 
Um, so what is your question? Do I believe that things will become do more affordable? Do you think affordability will improve this year? And if you do, how do you think it will improve? I don't know that affordability will improve this year. Um, but what I... I, but I was surprised to hear Barry say that. Yeah, so I don't yeah, think affordability... Again, it's because he said affordability and then he also obviously said that home values will continue to increase. So I don't know how a home would then become affordable. But again, on the other side, when you hear the word affordability, like he mentioned too, you know, you think then home value kind of goes down. I think that I think that where things will maybe become where where buyers will have to find their what can they afford? I mean, at the end of the day, will will uh, you know, I feel like a buyer's always reaching higher than what they can afford. So, you know, a $500,000 buyer is always going to want that $800,000 house or the $200,000 buyer is always going to potentially want that $500,000 house, but at the end of the day, I mean, obviously the buyer's going to only be able to buy what they can afford, but Overall, I don't think affordability will will be coming talk, down this year. I talked about it on the hot sheet this morning. U.S. affordability, housing affordability, is now worse than it was in two thousand and eight. So, um, I don't know. We only got we only have you know one way to go, which right. would be up, yeah. right? <laughs> Hopefully, um, the only thing that can really bring affordability into a better place would be mortgage interest rates coming down. Right. Okay. Obviously, home prices can help that, uh, but with the increase in property taxes, and I don't see home prices dropping enough to to make that significant of a difference. It's got to be the mortgage interest rate. If we get one percent off of the interest rate, that's like gaining eleven percent in buying power. So for sure. All right, there you go. If uh, if you enjoyed the reaction, let us know in the comments. Uh, don't forget, we've got the two ebooks down below, Mastering the Green Screen and Video Gear for Every Budget. You don't want to miss those, and you don't want to miss another real word, so make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Nicole, I will see you in person, person next week, so make sure Can't wait. that that disaster behind you the is The disaster is will be rectified. Rectified, because we'll be yes. in, studio in studio together. Tuesday. Love it. I can't wait. Are you looking forward to it? I always like having you on my left. All right. I will be there and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Keep it real.